Collegiate Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 320. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi J, and as always, it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with me in the L5J studios. This week, we bring to you part two of our Fan Expo Boston Extravaganza 2018. I hope you enjoyed part one. I sure enjoyed making it. Part two shall involve our good friend Mark Frankel of Wayward Raven Media. Also a brand new friend that many people recommended I talk to, and I'm glad that they did, Miss Sora Sung. Following that, the man himself, the Donnie Brook boy, Dom Reggio. Dominic Reggio. He joins the show of Mess Bucket Comics. Following Dom, we uh, also made another new friend, and she's fantastic, an amazing illustrator named Kit Steele. Uh, Y'all are going to be looking forward to that one. Finally, we end our Fan Expo Boston extravaganza with a little bit of a cross pod. I met Colin from the Reality Bomb Comic Cast, and he was a very cool dude, which means they probably have a very cool show, so you should all check out the Reality Bomb Comic Cast. Going to keep it short and sweet for Part 2's introduction for Fan Expo Boston, because in a few hours I will be out the door on my way to Fan Expo Canada. That's right, the big boy going on this weekend here in Toronto. Stay tuned to An Elegant Weapon and all our social media platforms, and we'll be bringing to you live good times throughout the next four days at Fan Expo. But uh, before I begin that, I want to send a massive thanks to Fan Expo Boston for having us out as press this year. It was an amazing experience, and it was an amazing show ran by amazing people. So if you're in the Boston area or have access to it, definitely check out Fan Expo next year, 2019. Maybe we'll be back. But for now, enjoy part two of Fan Expo Boston 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are live from Fan Expo Boston 2018. Returning to the show, not heard since New York Comic Con 2017. It's Mark of Wayward Raven Media. How's it going, man? It is Awesome. Yeah, you having a good awesome show? Awesome to be here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. How about you? I'm having a great old time, man. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a weird bit of a, uh, a warpy thing where it's Fan Expo. Yeah. And it's not, because I'm so used to it being in Toronto, yeah. seeing it come yeah, down well, here. Well, I told you, we just came back from the Fan Expo Montreal, right? It's so weird, man. It's cool, but you yeah. Know, I've, I've, my first Fan Expo, that it wasn't the big Fan Expo Canada. Yeah, yeah. And being in a different city and seeing all the crew and the staff, who I'm so used to seeing, who some of whom are friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then seeing them down here doing their thing. It's, it's a weird bit of a fucking trip man but i'm having a great time and as are you do you usually come from boston comic-con we have or? done boston since 2012 2013 i think oh yeah so this yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of the staples yeah. eh? so this is, this is definitely a hallmark show for us yeah, that's awesome absolutely. man plus we love boston so that's good times well i'm yeah. enjoying the city it's a little smaller than i expected yeah but it's yeah. got some cool like local joints and stuff like that you know yeah. we went out for barbecue last night there's a okay. really cool couple, bunch of really cool fish restaurants stuff like that i'm sure i didn't get a chance to try any of the seafood oh, and that's good what everyone Kept scene. saying, it. "Yeah, good yeah, beer scene, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we were staying at a joint that was a little far away, oh. and the, and the ride had to keep going back, so it was like, oh, "Oh shit!" 
But uh, I, I plan to come back. For some reason, it's really cheap flights between Toronto and Boston. Huh. Yeah, there's a little airline there, Porter, and they fly out of the, one of the littler airports. You, you guys are accepting refugees? Is that what it is? We're trying to, man. You know, you don't even understand how often I hear that, man. And I, I wish I could make it easy. It's, it's a weird thing because everybody knows, and Canada has this reputation of being so welcoming and everything like yeah. we are. But it's hard as shit to get in, man. <laughs> like, people who want to move there, they don't realize. Like, you've got to have, like, a certain amount of money. You've got to have a job. You've got to already yeah. have a house. Like, we're not... Wow. Yeah, you've got to show yeah. that you're going to immediately come in and just, like, start, you know, supporting things. Nice. So, you know, we, we, may, we may be nice, and, but we're also strict. And you guys got the weed <laughs> thing going on now, too. Oh, so. isn't it exciting, yeah. man? October Beautiful. 17th. I can't wait. Uh, it's pretty legal here at this point. It in is. It is legal in Massachusetts, but as a Connecticutian, I am uh, jealous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, what well, it'll do? get around eventually, man. Yeah. It is kind of crazy that we're going nationwide, though, eh? Yeah. Like, no, that's true. And it's just like they we're snap done. their fingers yeah. and like, yeah. yeah. Usually, you guys do everything on a province by province basis. Well, the provinces are <laughs> running their own like uh, details. Basically, the federal yeah. is like, yeah, it's legal, but the provinces, you can all make up your rules. <laughs> like, like basically, yeah, the federal was like, it's got to be at least minimum 19, I think, the age. You can only have but it on every third want, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and some of the provinces have been very cool about it. And Ontario was actually our liberal government who just got booted out by the conservatives. Uh, they were going to monopolize it so you can only buy it from the government. And now the conservatives, as much as I'm not a conservative or a huge Doug Ford fan, yeah, it needs to stay private. The dispensaries, the mom paws, they need to stay open because they're important. For, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, if it stays with the mom paws, yeah, if yeah. it's not, you know, one big chemical company that comes in and says, "Hey, yeah, everything yeah. has to buy from us." Capitalism doesn't really work unless there's all levels of it, you know. And yeah. You, and you got to stick it through, like the important guys, like the small press yeah, you and know, indie, us, publishers us indie publishers, indie publishers, you know, like Wayward yeah. Raven Media. Absolutely. What's going on these days? man oh man we got a whole bunch of cool stuff out we got uh brand new ascendant 3 that uh just came out uh two months ago right on so right on. that's brand new it's been a long time coming man it, it looks fucking awesome oh there it is oh uh, we also have the cycle oh it looks cool brand man. new one shot right uh basically the world is collapsing or i should say the universe is collapsing in itself and two people think they know how to save it so they're off on a journey to do just that. Sounds like a cool idea. Yeah. And who's all on this team with so, you? So, uh, written by myself, uh, Kat Ayer, who uh, did the pencils and the, and the inks, and actually she did this nice cover right here. Right on. Uh, Chun Lin uh, did uh, our colors, and Taylor Esposito of uh, DC, and also yeah, I know Dark that, Horse right? Image. Yeah, yep, yeah, he did yeah. all the letters. But Taylor, in my opinion, How'd Taylor How'd you get hooked is, up with that? Uh, man, we met him at one of these things, and he's just a really good dude. Uh, he does all our letters now. Wow, that's absolutely, awesome, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I, Oh, absolutely, and uh, no, Josh I no, absolutely. Making, I will <laughs> to, to to plug Taylor. I will tell you, he's awesome and he's really cool. He'll That's work awesome, with you. Man. So I I love using him. He does all our books now. That's a great. He did guy the letters on Infusion bullpen. too. Infusion. So Infusion. Infusion, absolutely. So uh, Helium Three Mining Operation. Something goes awry. People start to disappear. The folks there have to decide. Hey, man, are we gonna stick this out. We're we gonna figure out what the hell's going on. Right. So okay. it's cool. And these they're both one <laughs> shots. Sci-fi you know. Sci-fi action. Yeah. Yeah. Josh is the one who did uh, who wrote this. Okay. We had uh, Pedro do uh, the art. Colors by Nimesh, and uh, Taylor did the letters on this bad boy. Uh, wait, I know that name, Alexander. Oh, wait, that's, oh so, that's so, that's, yeah, absolutely. So, so Alex, Alex is our, 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 our third Alex. wheel. Where yeah, yeah. Is Alex? Alex is MIA, man. I don't know. Yeah, Long, strange trip. I don't know what happened, you know? Oh, 
Uh, no, he's, he, uh, he had some stuff he had to deal with. Yeah, yeah. He'll be back. Uh, we'll see him again in uh, Keystone, and, and uh, actually, we'll see him in Inbion next two weeks from now out in Long Island. Right we'll on. see him in Philly for Keystone, and we'll also see him at NYCC. NYCC, you guys are returning? Uh, same place, Blue 1266, as, as always. I, I remember nice, where you were, so I'll nice. find you again, man. Excellent. It's Excellent. always cool to run into you Absolutely. guys. It's always cool. And just so the kids know, anybody knowing, uh, we talked about this in New York, uh, is how you guys have been pushing for so long. What, seven, eight years, would you say you guys have been We've been doing it now? since 2012. Our very yeah. first convention was 2012. Uh, was actually uh, New York Comic Con 2012. Right on. Yeah. Uh, this show, the first episode, was March 2011. So it was close, man. And it's been awesome, as I always say. I know I'm like a broken record, but to still see you trudging along as well. And we're both still getting bigger and better and doing awesome things. Veterans now, man. You got the goal line stare, you know? It's cool, man. (laughs) It's weird. I I, I remember going to Comic Cons and knowing anybody, and it's weird. Now, I'm not saying this in a boastful way, but doing a podcast, you meet a lot of people. So now when people walk through like a Toronto convention with me, I do know everybody. Yeah, like, I know that dude. <laughs> I, I know that know dude. Everybody. I know her. I know him. You yeah. know, but I'm really proud of the friends like you guys that I've made around North America, and uh, you know, yeah, good yeah. people hold up a good community, and that's what we try to do. Absolutely. So tell the people where they find Wayward Raven Media. All right. Online. So, so you can find our stuff at waywardraven.com. You can get our web comic free every Wednesday on damnheroes.com. You can find this uh, signed and also Percy on Amazon right now too. Fantastic, Mark. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much. And we will see you in New York, buddy. Absolutely. Definitely. So, Sora Sung, my name is Jay. Hi. It's nice to meet you. And this is a podcast called An Elegant Weapon. Okay. Out of Toronto. Cool. And this is what I do. I go to shows and I talk to folks like yourselves, talented individuals, many of whom are recommended by very good friends of uh, mine. Nice. Uh, in this case, J.P. Fosgett. How do you know Jay? Um, I've, Jay and I have actually been on online friends for uh, for quite a while, and we just kind of, we never really directly ever talked. We were just, we liked each other's work kind of a thing. And then he asked me one day randomly if he could draw me as for one of his warm-ups. It's what, what he does. And I yeah. was just like, okay, so now you're my best friend forever. Yeah. And I, I'm... I got his book, Bodhi Troll. Uh, he didn't have it in Emerald City when I finally actually got to meet him for the first time. So I just actually physically met him for the first time this year. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. He's a fun guy. He's yeah, super you awesome. Were, you were the one name he gave. He texted me and he said, you have to talk to Sora Sung. She's wonderful. Aww. She's fun and very talented. He's so sweet. I, I love him to bits. I love him to bits. And from what I see here, you are very talented. Thank you. Uh, not familiar with your work. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've done, what you've worked on? Um, well, these days I've been doing a lot of cover work for various companies including Valiant, um, Action, lots of Action Lab, lots of uh, lots of Coffin Comics, so like Lady Death and, right and La Muerta. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I just got, I can't talk too much about it, but I just got a, um, I just got a, a mini series uh, with a company, again, I, I don't know how specific I can get right now, but I'll be doing a four issue mini series with some interiors and stuff. I'm losing Pepper. Hold on, we gotta fix Pepper. (laughs) Pepper's slipping. Pepper is uh, Sora's beautiful little puppy here, who hangs out with her at the shows and such. Oh really? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so um, yeah, and then I have my personal project, Carnal Confessions, which right now is a free online content. You just go Carnal with a K, Confessions with a C dot com, and it's a illustrated prose. It's currently sci-fi. It's an unapologetic story of a villainess. And it is uh, our catchphrase is it's the bad girl who stays bad. 
So there's there's no re there's no redemption for her. It's, you just go along for the ride. That's I got exciting. some really great, amazing artists. Uh, I've been talking to actually Jay doing chapter art for me. Ooh. So, uh, but I have a lot of really great artists lined up to do guest art. And currently, currently we've released Elias Shasadis, and we just did Adelso Corona last this past month. And uh, this month it's going to be my my buddy Ryan Kincaid. Ooh. But we got some heavy hitters coming too that that's are I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah so it's and it's all for free online. Right on. Where are you from? Where are you out of? Well, I currently reside in Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, right but on. Um, military kids. So I grew up everywhere, mostly overseas. So. Okay. I don't actually. I don't think I've talked to too many artists from Pittsburgh now that I think it's about really, it. Which is crazy because it, I mean the cost of living there is great and uh, it's a very art-friendly city. Right. Well, I love Pennsylvania. It's I, gorgeous. Uh, I'm the uh, panel coordinator and host for the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm down in uh, down in that area every year. Who is it? Stan, Stan Kanaka there, there is my go. boy, yeah. and uh, in fact, Nemesis Studios, one of his outfits, mm -hmm. is one of the sponsors of this show. Cool. Along with Sourcepoint Press. Nice. So I'm guessing it's through Stan that you heard of them, or Sourcepoint? Through Sourcepoint? Yeah. Uh, actually, I think it, it was, I think it was, it all kind of happened at the same time. Like, I became friends with, like, a bunch of them at the same time, including Bob. So, okay, like, right. And this was all out of Emerald City sort of thing? No, or? this was online. It's just that like we kind of oh, found okay. each other. and right on. Lots, lots of it these days are all online. It's amazing how, yeah. how big yet small the community can it, be. Yeah, right? right. Like, I see you've done, uh, okay, Zombie Tramp. Yes. Right? So this is a cover you did? Or, yes. Yes. Okay, so you're... This was an exclusive for BlueRainbow.com. It's an online uh, retailer. He right. does uh, high-end retailing, very exclusive work. So he's had, like, um, Don Matigue and Ula Moss and Mike DeBalfo, right. like, that yeah. kind of high-quality, yeah. high even J. Scott Campbell, so high-quality sure. stuff. Yeah. So. yeah, well, our mutual friend, Mr. Bill McKay, is right across the way there. Oh, I'm I love Bill. You know He's Bill, fantastic, right? yeah. Uh, are you He'll be doing a cover for me, too. Ooh, <laughs> you're pulling out all the Yes, I am. <laughs> That's a great lineup. Are you familiar with uh, Anthony Rutgazer? No. Uh, the Action Lab, The First Hero, which was part of the action verse that they did? Yes. Okay. He, yes. He did. He did the the first hero, and uh, with Action Lab, and he's a Toronto guy. Yeah. And he's a very close friend of Bill's. Yeah. So I'm tossing. I just tossed that name out to see if there was a connection there. No, but actually, uh, Action Lab's based out of Pittsburgh. Is that where they're based? Now? Yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't know that. either. I, oh, I, that's like, cool. I was like, my my, my my move to Pittsburgh was in no way strategic. It was right, just like, oh, right. that kind of worked out. <laughs> Are you familiar with Mike Ruth? Um, did, probably not by name. I think he did a couple covers for Lady Death, uh, but he's out of Toronto as well. I'd have to. I'm much. I'm actually horrible with That's people's okay. names. I'm just closing the loop, I'm tossing I'm some names I'm amazing with looking at the art, going, yes, I do know that artwork. Right. So, yeah. what, what's your history as far as art? Have you always been an artist? Were you one of those kids who doodled? Or I doodled a lot most of the time. Okay. The very first thing I ever drew was, um, you know, the honeybee on Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. I drew that when I was like. Four. Aww. I was like, I want to draw. Like it was so ridiculous. Four is pretty early to be copying something. Well, my like mom that. was an artist, and she okay. always drew. So, and she'd paint, and I, was, I really wanted to be my, my mom. Right, so basically. right. So, did they encourage that? I guess that, eh? Kinda. Um, I started in this industry kind of haphazardly when I was about 20 years old. I kind of stumbled into it accidentally because I was playing a video game called City of Heroes and City of Villains. And I started drawing my own character, and then my friends were like, oh, can you draw my character? And I said, sure. And then strangers were like, oh, I'll give you money to draw my character. And I was like, oh, okay. Whoa. Like, that's cool. I'll take what? your money. And my Commission? art was... what? Yeah, my, my art was completely rubbish. I didn't... I, I always read comics, but I never really knew anything. I didn't know comic cons were a thing. I, I knew nothing. I was like a blank right, slate. Right, right. So I was in between semesters at college, and... Um, 
uh, I missed the matriculation for the fall semester because I'd moved, and so I, I went. Uh, I had to wait that for like you know how many months. So I decided to get a. I was like, I should probably work. So I went and started working at Starbucks, and I randomly found my mentor at a Starbucks because he was a regular there. Like out of nowhere, like in yeah. like this small little town outside of Tampa, Florida. Right, right. Yeah, it was totally random. So, um, right place, right time. It, it really eh? was. That's it, cool. It really was. And so, um, I was in the industry as an as an inking assistant and a designer for like from 2007 to 2010. Okay. Then I left the industry. Uh, for basically, I left the industry in any real professional manner for about five, six years, okay. and then, um, and then I came back in 2016, basically, you know, full on, and uh, as a penciler, and things have been going extremely, extremely well for me. So I'm very happy. <laughs> That's awesome. I, it's yeah. lovely to hear that. You yeah, know, success is a good thing, and if all my friends think you're so wonderful, it seems like it's definitely deserved then. They only they only see my positive side online. Uh, well, that's all you're supposed to show. <laughs> right? 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 I tell right. everybody, like like girls come up to me, ask me, oh how do I do this? I'm like, you know, build your online following. I was like, don't have, don't use it as a diary. Right, don't, right. Don't don't be negative. Just be positive. Smile. Happiness. People like happy. <laughs> well, Jay mentioned that you have a particular connection with your fan base, and really, yeah, he said that uh, people just get a kick about how fun you are and how positive oh, you are. So I just I post ridiculous jokes and memes online, right, so right. and everyone like talks about it. And I I have some really weird threads that I that I end up getting a lot of. Uh, back and forth with people so I spend too much time chatting online though I mean honestly you gotta fill the void somewhere we can't all be Jay Foz getting draw 24 hours a day oh my god I know that man is a machine he is a machine and it's it's so his art is so I just think it's so cute it's so accessible and I and I oh no (laughs) it's it's beautiful don't listen to him Jay don't listen I'm very lucky he just made me a fraggle uh, recently in the last fraggle book he did that's amazing so I got to be a fraggle so I can't complain about a damn thing he turned me into a Flintstones like a yeah with Pepper and Pepper was a little dragon that like wrapped around me it was super cute yeah that's adorable yeah I just want to be like take all my money Jay (laughs) (laughs) have you done many sketch tools uh, sketch duels? Yeah, you ever been in one? Uh, no. No? No. Would, I've you, to... would you like to try something like that? Have you seen one? I mean, I've seen, I've witnessed it before once okay. in Toronto, actually, years ago when I was an art assistant. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've never been asked to do one. Right. I'm not very fast. Don't pit me up against Kincaid because that, okay. that, that guy is like a, talk about a machine. He's right. just like, right. Not well, I just, I just get curious because the, the, the. Uh, the best duels and the best, you know, panels, sketch panels are always with the enjoyable people, the people oh, who like okay. to talk and tell stories and are I fun. talk too much. You know? <laughs> well, Jay's great for them, right? Because he's just an encyclopedia of nonsense. He is. You know, he can just bust out stories about any old thing. He so. knows. He know. He knows everything. Right. Right. Everything. Yeah. yeah. No, it'd be fun. I mean, yeah. where would we do this? Oh, I don't know. Oh, somewhere. What shows do you go to? I go to, well, all the Toronto shows because I'm based out of Toronto. And this is the first year in years I won't be at Fan Expo Toronto. I know. It's just. um, I'm surprised that we haven't met yet if you've already done Fan Expo. Yeah, multiple times. We haven't run into each other. Yeah. Pretty good at getting around there, so. Yeah, well, Jay's been doing it too, and I only now just met him this year, so. At Emerald City of all places. Well, the important thing is that you met and yes. uh, and that we have met. Yes. It's a shame that you won't be there. I was about to invite you to the after party that I throw 
uh, but we'll have to do that next year. Yeah. So try to do Fan Expo Canada next year. I'll try. Like I'm just taking. I'm trying to cut back on my cons because I got. I hear you. It gets out of control. I have. I have. I mean, blessedly, I have a lot of work. Right. So, but I have to get it done. Oh, <laughs> so, that's the trick. So yeah. I'm like, I have to kind of pull back from the convention. So I was like, I need to stay home and yeah. like do all this stuff because de deadlines forever loom. Uh, you finish one thing the and then anime. it's the next thing. Yeah. yeah. And then they cross it over and you forget this and that. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, either way, sorry. I do New York? Yes, I will be in New York. I'll be in New York. All right. Well, maybe we'll chat again in New York. All right, fantastic. You know, and hopefully sometime maybe we can get a chance to sit down, maybe Skype up. Yeah, why not? And do like a proper episode. Because, yeah, uh, I'm happy to. It's always fun to get deep and uh, see what's going on in someone's head and how they tick and this, this, and that. <laughs> so, Just give me uh, a glass of wine. I'll be good. <laughs> tell the people before we go. Uh -huh. Oh, that's always welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we usually start the show with some sort of... Shot, drink, something. Uh, something rolled up, something poured into a glass, uh, whatever uh -huh, it may uh -huh, be. You uh -huh. know, you got to set the mood, right? <laughs> right. Um, tell the people where they can find you online, and I'll be learning this now, and I'll be excited to follow and see okay. all your fun, ridiculous stuff. So, uh, my name is spelled S-O-R-A-H, last name S-U-H-N-G. So, sourcesome.com is my website. Uh, you can also find, like I said, Carnal Confessions, Carnal with a K, Confessions.com, also another website of mine. Also, it's just my name. It's, you know, the at, at symbol, yeah. Sorsung on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You have my art page, which is just Sorsung Art. Okay. And then, it's nice to have a unique name, eh? It the does help. Not taken I, every time. I am the only Sora <laughs> as an artist. There's a Sora Yang who's like some dance choreographer, and I'm like, you're messing up my Google algorithms, woman. <laughs> Because you used to be able to just Google Sora, and yeah. I would be the only thing that That's popped beautiful. up. But now, but now I have competition. You're gonna deal so. with the damn dancer. Yes, that damn You're just dancer. gonna have to outshine her. Use that as a goal, as motivation. Somehow. I must become more famous than the dancer, <laughs> right? Also, if anyone's interested in my puppy, he has an Instagram. Oh, really? Called okay, at, do tell. It's at Pepper and Portillo. So um, Portillo's like the hot dog from Chicago, Portillo's. Okay. <laughs> so um, anyways, but he has his own little following on Instagram too. Oh, so. that's amazing. And Pepper, you are absolutely beautiful. Thanks for chilling out and being so cool. Sora, very lovely to meet you. Good I can't to wait you. to chat again yeah. in New York. And uh, hopefully uh, we get to do a whole show sometime. Yeah? Awesome, yeah. Very cool. That's Sora's son, kids. Everybody get online. Check her out. Good times. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? That is what I sound like. That is perfect. At least when you wake up in the morning before you shake the cobwebs out. Right, right. right. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? It's good, good to see you. Good. What's happening? You having a good show? Yeah, it's going pretty good here. Yeah, it's a great city. They put on a good job. Uh, Fan Expo, love it. Are you, do you usually come for Boston Comic Con? Second year. Second year. At this one, yep. That's fun. Is it weird now that it's Fan Expo? Yeah, yeah. No, it's no, it was first year la was uh, Fan Expo last year. I've only done it as Fan Expo. Oh, I well, think. they were already branded I last year? I think so, okay. yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. I thought this might have been the first year of the branding. It's so weird for me to be here from Toronto seeing this yeah. dude. It's, it's a bit trippy because it's even all the staff are the same uh -huh. staff from Toronto. Really? So oh, okay. It's, it's the Fan all, Expo Toronto. Yeah, so okay. it's all a bunch of folks I know, and I uh -huh. but we're here, but it's not here. I don't right. know, man. <laughs> Speaking of Toronto, back yes. home, beautiful Burlington, Ontario, Canada, my very good friend, Keith. Wow, pow, Grishow. Grishow, yeah. Uh, and you have had some fun stuff going on. Do tell. Absolutely, yes. We have the Arcane Awakening trilogy. Um, Keith did book two and three, did a phenomenal job. Excellent, excellent, talented artist. Very, very professional. And he also 
did uh, Donnybrook. Yeah, here we go. Our, talk, talk to me about <laughs> Donnybrook. Yes, Donnybrook. So, uh, you know, I grew up playing hockey my whole life. I played up to the junior level. I've been all over Burlington, all over Canada, I'm East sure Coast, have. West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, I just, there's something special about hockey players. Special as in like short spot, short bus special. They're very, <laughs> there's just something <laughs> wrong with them. And I think it's just it's this weird subculture of how, how they act as opposed to other athletes. And I, I really liked, I wanted to capture that in this book with, uh, it's like an updated version of the movie Slapshot. Okay, right yeah. on. A little bit goonish, you know? A little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that little peek behind the curtain, right. uh, what it's like to be on the road in a minor league team and uh, rookie initiations and all that greasy stuff. Keith was very excited about working <laughs> on that with you. I remember the second he first told me about it, he's like, oh, Dom's got this hockey comic we're going to do. <laughs> nice. He got all super, super stoked, so yep. that's exciting. Yeah, I had to uh, teach. Uh, it's funny. Keith is a Canadian, but he doesn't know much about hockey. And the it's Americans got to tell him how this works. You know, no, no, stick goes this way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he got it real quick. He's great with uh, his research and everything. Right, because you're Michigan native, right? Yes, yeah, yep, like, out of Detroit. Born and raised, right? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, I think of all of the original six teams, that one being the closest definitely has probably the hardest fan base for hockey I've seen outside of Canada. I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, had no, I had no choice. I had to be a Red Wings fan. It was <laughs> <laughs> right out of the gate, you know. The, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great franchise. They do really well. Um, much success in the past. So the uh, Maple Leafs, big yeah. fan of that. Well, I realize too. now after coming here that I'm actually working away at cons in the original six cities. Ah, so, okay. so far, I've done Chicago, okay. Boston, Toronto. Uh, New York. That's right. Uh, Detroit. I'm missing Montreal. Right. Which is crazy because I've not been to Montreal yet. Isn't that nice? Do they have a big show there? It's a. It's like a, like probably this level show from what I hear. Okay. I haven't done it, but people love it. Like it's really? it's renowned for being a super. It's Montreal, man. Yeah. It's, it's the party capital. So That's right. How can it not be a fun <laughs> time, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. People are probably too drunk to fucking care. They're all full of butter and croissants and poutine. That's it. <laughs> They're just like buy That's my right. comics, please, please spend the money buy my comics. You now know? I gotta go. Yeah. That yeah. sounds awesome. Well, I've been bugging. Tra- Travis uh, to go for next year with Source okay. Press. So uh, I think I think we should all get together and band together as usual and and, and take this shit over. You know I'd love I mean? to get up there, Great White North. I haven't been to Montreal in a long time. I God. have never been in my life. Really? Yeah. So oh, I, I live four or five hours away, and I've never wow. been there in my life. You know. Speaking of the original six, I went to the last game at uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. No, you didn't. Yeah. Did yep. you really? I sure did. That's cool, and man. Here's a little trivia. Yeah. Do you know who scored the last goal at Maple Leaf Gardens? I feel like it was someone that it was cool. Yes. Yep. Uh, Bob, well, go ahead. I don't know. I, I can't Bob remember. Bob Probert. Oh, right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, it was cool. Right. I, that place was great. That's like what a, a cool. last fuck you for that guy. <laughs> you know, like how many wars did he go through in right. that building? Right. And he gets right. to be like, no, fuck you, Toronto. One last goddamn time. <laughs> I'm right? a scorer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, yeah. Mess Buckets. Mess Bucket Comics. Yes. Dot com. That's right. And that's where they can get a hold of these things? Yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Mess Bucket Comics. Uh, you, there's a store right on the website, MessBucketComics.com. We have uh, Ravager plushies. Ravager is the popular bad guy in the Arcane Awakening. Yeah. Is this fe- handsome fella here? I, I have a little plushie of him at home. He okay. sits on our shelf in our dining room. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. every time I see him, yeah, I just... think of your greasy face. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He was inspired by my ex-girlfriend. So it's... <laughs> 
you can get the plushies and the um, and all of our books right there on messbuckacomics.com in the store section. Very cool. It's yeah. always awesome. Yeah, to it's see great you, to see you, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, mess bucket. It's getting late, man. The show's almost done, and I'm losing it. I, I can't keep my speech straight, kids. Here we are with Dom. Messbucketcomics.com. Go check it out. Donnie Brook, hockey, all that good stuff. We'll see you at the next time. Uh, we'll see you at the next time. That's where I'm at, Dom. That's where I'm at. You need more poutine. Oh, Jesus. We'll see you later, kids. Cool. This is your end. This is okay. my end. Here we are, kids. Fan Expo Boston 2018. We're here with illustrator Kit Steele. What a cool handle. <laughs> Thank you. I'm assuming that's not the birth name? It's um, one of my middle names. I have two of them. And it's short for one of my middle names. And But your last name is actually Steele? Yep. That's badass. That's pretty <laughs> rad. Where are you out of? Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida. That's fun. That's one place I've actually never done a, a, a con or a show or There's like uh, one major show there every year in the summer, usually. Megacon? Um, no, that's, that's Orlando. Orlando. Right. Um, Miami has Supercon. Okay, right on. So it's it's a good local show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And do you do them often then? I do. Um, thankfully, it's usually scheduled at a time when I'm actually at home. Right which on. Which is nice. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> it's always good when you can have a decent big hometown con yeah. that's fairly near to you, right? I'm very lucky, and this is weird for me because I'm from Toronto. Okay. And the, the original Fan Expo, Fan Expo Canada. So I've been going like 15 years to that show. So that's your home show. Yeah, and to come to Boston, where I've never been before, yet see everything <laughs> branded Fan Expo, and even the staff, all the staff are the same kids from Toronto. Oh, are they really? So I know everybody oh, here. Oh, I had no idea. And I'm like, this is so twisted and warped, because <laughs> I walk outside, and it's not Toronto. But uh, I bought from you yesterday a Rocketeer print. Yeah. It was absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. How would you describe to the people your art, seeing as they can't see it right now? Um, well, it's... That's an excellent question. Um, I wish I had a pat description for it. It's a lot of random childhood influences sort of mashed together. So classic American comics, like all the old Batman and X-Men stuff. Right. Um, But also a lot of classical illustration. Um, J.C. Leyendecker influence, Alphonse Mucha influence. Okay, I see. A lot of the turn of the century, like uh, predecessors to guys like Norman Rockwell. Okay, um, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Along with a lot of manga and anime influences too. Right. Like there's some. So is this all paint, watercolors? What mediums are you working? I'm predominantly uh, Copic markers and watercolors. So depending really? on the kind of piece I'm doing or the paper I'm working on, but yeah, right. I'm all traditional. So I, I need the the fact that I can screw it up and not fix it. Like right, that helps okay. me work better. I got you. Um, uh, lifelong artist, were you a doodler child? Oh yeah I've, yeah, I've always drawn. As long as something would sit still long enough, I'd probably draw <laughs> on it. Um, <laughs> so. And did you ever get, is this like just something you stuck with, self-taught? Did you go to school anywhere? Self-taught, yeah. primarily. I'm a lot of, That's amazing. A lot of um, observation and then just absorption of artists whose work I really liked or something about the way they worked that I really liked okay. and found a way to incorporate either their workflow or an approach to what they were doing into my own stuff. Okay. So not not copying an artist per se, but maybe adopting something about the way Absolutely. they handled something. Absolutely. Because so. it is hard to describe because you have this, <laughs> it's pop culture stuff, but it is like an elegant antique kind of classic oh, style, cool. right? Thank you. And I don't even know what kind of style like I would peg it as, but it's, <laughs> Me it's, neither. it's and beautiful. It's, mine, and it's beautiful. Cool. Now, a few of the most beautiful ones that you have hanging on your wall here yeah. are your Robins. Oh, thanks. And you 
were mentioning the other day when we were chatting that you are quite the fan of the Robin character. I'm a huge Robin fan. Um, I've been a Batman comic reader and a Batman continuity comic reader since I was a kid. Right. So I have long loved the various Bat incarnations. Uh, and Dick Grayson was my very first Robin. So okay. he was still Robin when I was reading comics. Um, and then he grew up into Nightwing. Yeah. And I think he's my favorite comic book character. Right. Probably because you could watch him grow up. Okay. Um, right. He, yeah, he was one of the few who was yeah. allowed to age. So, Absolutely. yeah, you had that sidekick mentality, but yeah, he yeah. was allowed to grow up. And yeah. he was allowed to grow out of Batman's shadow. Yeah. So become his own person. Yeah. And, and that was not a common concept, really. No. No. So that kid sidekick individual personality thing... Right. was not very common. It kind of seems like an idea for a story that would be done kind of nowadays. Yeah. And considering the time they did it, and that he wanted to break off, and then the original Nightwing costume wasn't exactly the coolest <laughs> version that we've seen done. Do you mean Disco Wing? Yeah, totally <laughs> Disco Wing. Yet, you know... I love George Perez, though. Well, I love absolutely. But it, the dark undertone of what was happening, combined with the, those visuals, yeah, it was kind of a absolutely. strange thing. Whereas now, the way we they can handle it, well, it seems to fit today more in a way. And Nightwing was such an interesting character because when he made that grow-up transition, really, right. he had two influences, two major influences on his character. He had Batman, who had become a lot darker as time went on. Right. Um, Bruce wasn't always the angst pony that he is today. Right. And, but then he also had Clark Kent before Clark Kent's been turned into an angst pony. Like, he was the Boy Scout. That's a good point. He probably spent a lot of time around So, so yeah. Dick Grayson had those two opposing right, right, influences right. a lot. And, of course, Nightwing comes from right. a story that Clark told him as a right. kid. So he is probably the best-adjusted bat, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, Which, granted, he is a low bar, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the strange thing about this thing they've done with the Robins. We've had so many over the years now. Yep. And in a way, ridiculous concept. New oh, yeah. Robin after New Robin. But somehow they made it work to well, where they gave these individual characters, you know, unique outlooks within they've each. They've all been so very different, which is great. Because, right. you know, after Dick Grayson, you had Jason Todd, who was almost the polar opposite of right. Dick in terms of personality and yeah. approach to things. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the readership made their decision about Jason's future. Right. Um, and then you had Tim Drake, who was also a very yeah. different kind of character. Super different. And now yeah. you have Damien, who's a very yeah. different kind of character. Which is, it's intriguing to me that a guy like Grant Morrison, right, mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. brilliant, brilliant writer, would immediately go to the trope of another Robin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, yeah. The immediate thing you think if somebody said, oh, we're going to bring in another Rob, make a new Rob, most people go, oh. Yeah, really? Kind of thing. <laughs> but then Grant Morrison is like, no, I can make up one, you know? And, yeah, and, and it'll be unlike any other Robin and, ever. And, and it's like, okay. the coolest, coolest idea. I well, love I, Damien's character. I love it to death. I like Damien's evolution. Yes. Um, Damien, yeah. when he first showed up, was just the most annoying it's little... awesome, though. <laughs> yeah. He was such a little prick. But you just wanted to <laughs> just be like, like, reach out and smack him in the face. Right, right. Um, I really like Damien's evolution when he he was Robin to Dick Grayson's Batman. Like, right. he and Bruce were just toxic. Yeah. So yeah. the evolution that you had when it was, when Robin was more angry and knee-jerk, right. but Batman was more patient and understanding, was so a great weird. dichotomy yeah, to yeah. the relationship that yeah. we've had in the past between Batman and his Robins. Absolutely. So it was really backwards. Yeah. And I think Damien evolved a lot as yeah. a character. Well, the, I just, just the brilliance of creating Damien created a way, like you're saying, to give Batman another way to evolve. Because where do yeah. you go to a certain point? Well, you know? <laughs> Morrison fixed that by killing off Damien. Right. <laughs> Um, Which, from what I understand, was the point when he created him. Like, he actually set out 
to kill him off. Right, right. Which I think is actually a terrible reason to create a character and well, get your audience invested it is in, just to kill him off. I was like, that's yeah. that's kind of awful. It is in comics, too, because you know he's not going to stay dead. That's true. No right? one ever really stays dead. It's like, <laughs> it takes the impact of that story and idea away. I understand maybe what he was going for, but yeah. to leave that impact, he'd have to stay dead. And then to and, turn him around and bring yeah, him back with powers, which, of course, is just like the antithesis of everything <laughs> Bruce is after. So Totally. Now, I see, you know, are you just straight up an illustrator, but you're obviously a fan of comic books Absolutely. and sequential art. Have is that something you ever get into or are planning to? Um, would you like to tell a story sometime? I actually have quite a few stories that I, I would like to tell. Um, one or two of which I think would actually work best in a graphic novel format as opposed to a novel okay, format. Um, they started as novel ideas. Right. But but the continuity really is better suited to graphic novel, I think. Okay. Um, the idea of the sheer amount of repetitiveness and, and consistency required for sequential right. art terrifies me. Okay. I'm not that consistent in the way I approach the way I draw. Okay. So the fact that some of these guys can do like 24 pages in 20 days right. and tell a full story just astounds me. Right. I am totally in awe of anybody who does sequential art. Right. It blows me away. But, um, so while I would love to do it, I don't, it would definitely be something I would have to cultivate as opposed to just sit down and do. Right. right. I'm much better at the one-off I got you. illustration. Yeah. Well, you know? I can, if I can give you any inspiration. So like if, if Marvel would, would hire me. <laughs> No, it'd be so if like Marvel or DC yeah. would hire me for covers, that'd be awesome. That would be beautiful. Variant <laughs> covers are totally in my wheelhouse. Gorgeous <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, where can people find you online to check out your work? So I do have an Instagram that I update fairly regularly right now. Okay. It is Art of Kit Steel, all one word. Okay. Um, I'm working on a website at the moment, so it is woefully not updated. So go to Instagram. Um, yeah, so go to the Instagram. I will post links about the website as it grows. Right, that's um, fantastic. I also have a store, Envy, uh, where I sell 75% of my catalog online. Okay. And that is uh, storeenvy.com slash silvertails, S-I-L. B-E-R-T-A-L-E-S. Very cool, kids. I hope you caught all that. Get online, <laughs> find the art of Kit Steel, and check out these incredibly beautiful illustrations. Thank Seriously, you so much, I'm Jay. very in awe of your work. <laughs> so uh, hopefully maybe in the future we can sit down and do an entire episode sometime. That would be amazing. Hop on the Skype and send our voices across the ocean and uh, get a little deeper on what you do. Sound that would good? be awesome. I would love that, it's actually. It's been an absolute pleasure to meet you this weekend. This Have has been fun. Have a safe fun. trip home. Thank you so much. Very you cool. Too. That's Kit Steel, kids. Kit Steel. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, an elegant weapon has officially entered cross-pod territory. Dun-dun-dun! Who are you and what is your podcast? I am Colin Felice. I am one half of a podcast called Reality Bomb Comicast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Uh, talk about comics, TV, movies, and all forms of general nerdery. <laughs> Good times indeed. And Hell you guys yes. are out of Boston here yet? Uh, no, we're actually out in New York. We're, oh, that's uh, right. You said that. Right. Yeah, sorry. We're in uh, Rhinebeck, New York, which is about an hour south of Albany. Okay. So. You're out in that area there. In that area. Yeah, yeah. that's totally yeah. cool. Um, it's been, what, about a year, year and a half, you said you guys have been uh, in operation? Um, no, actually about, well, he has a comic shop there, uh, my, my friend that he's just opened in December, 
And then the podcast we started in about January, so like a month after he opened. So we've been doing okay. this for you know about what what is that like seven eight months? Wow. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. and I it's those it's days. been a it's been a blast, man. Yeah. yeah. How's it been? What's it's it, yeah. it's been awesome. Like I mean, getting people on the show. Like we have our friends, and we actually have some local artists, uh, a couple of which that are here. We've interviewed uh, like Howard Mackey, famed writer Howard Mackey. Right. Um, which we haven't interviewed him yet, but he's a friend of the shop. Um, my friend, uh, artist Ryan Brown, he's over in Artist Alley. Uh, check him out if you can. Um, another writer, Tyler Chin Tanner, he's got a table set up over in Artist Alley with a ton of books that he's written. Um, and dude, we're just trying to get as many people as we can to like you know be on the show and just nerd just out with us, you know, out. and sure. come in yeah. here. Yeah. I've been. Visit like you got. Well, you said this is what you're. You know, it all works. Nah. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Like I've been busy as a motherfucker at the show. <laughs> let me tell you, because <laughs> yeah. I've been running around every day trying to get as many interviews as I can for right. like you know certain people. But yeah, it's been nuts. It's nuts, but these cons, it's great because you know you can get weeks of content <laughs> worth. Right. Where you're not, I'm probably not going to wrap or record anything new for the next month if I don't want to. I no. Just keep putting out con specials, which is nice because two weeks after this is Fan Expo up in Toronto. Right. And then we got New York City rolling around the way, which you'll be there this year, yeah? Or you uh, think? Or you might try? You Did know, you I uh, I almost I almost got in to help my friend Ryan out, but the first person he asked came through, so I won't be going to that. But I don't know. A lot of people have have said, like, dude, you should check it out. Do it, you know, because this, this con is the third con I've ever been to ever. That's amazing. And it's the biggest one I've ever been to. Oh, Because I've wow. only ever been oh, to, like, two small know. ones. Oh, I know. That's why, like, know. New York intimidates the shit out of me. So I'm like, maybe I'll go for a day. I don't know. Uh, yeah, just, no. to, just to say I've been there. So. This is like a tiny little drop in yeah. the, the ocean that yeah. New York City Comic Con. <laughs> Last year was my first year, and I'd also never been to New York. Oh, okay. Period. Like, New York City. Right. So it was, it was a mind-blasting situation on both fronts. I almost couldn't concentrate on the con. Oh, really? I was just blown away being in New York City. I'm yeah, just yeah. a little Canadian boy, right? <laughs> I, all I've ever known about New York is all the movies I ever saw through the 80s growing up. Right. And a lot of it is true. Crime and <laughs> dirty and all that sort of yeah, stuff. But it's yeah. like, oh, it's changed now somewhat, you know? Yeah, but. it's lots of fun. But I would encourage you and all other new podcasters out there, the cons have really changed in the past few few years as far as granting press mm -hmm. to podcasts. They become a lot more supportive. Yeah. So get out there and apply for press, kids, because, you know, there'll be lots of no's, but then when a yes happens, it's like... Yeah, you'll feel like... Oh, my so God. So empowered, right, you know? Dude, I tried to get a press pass for here, but it fell through. Keep shooting, man. I, I'm going to keep I'm trying. Saying. Yeah, keep shooting. Hell I, yeah. I haven't paid for paid to get into a con in about seven and a half years That's now. what I'm kind of so, leaving for. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, if I can get in for free, why not, you know? <laughs> that's the only reason I really started this show. So I go to Comic-Con. <laughs> just go to cons for free, for free, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the way you it know, works You know, you got to talk to people where, oh, right, sorry, yeah, I guess I got to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, hopefully, Colin, we can get together sometime and uh, maybe do a whole episode and Hell yeah. get together on the Skype and all that good stuff. Say again where they can hear the show and all your social media nonsense yeah man uh colin felice you can find me on uh twitter and instagram at ink scarecrow that's inkd scarecrow reality bomb comic cast is the podcast you can find that on twitter at rb comic cast instagram is at reality underscore bomb underscore comic cast um <laughs> we're on uh itunes podbean stitcher spotify and google play oh you guys are fellow podbeaners yes we are that's, right on that's yeah. where i launch everything from absolutely yes. yeah that's that's my base as well oh, I, cool. I love podbean you it's know? super easy you know? a lot of this you know a lot of the different hosting sites have had their ups and their downs yep. but you know overall the past like eight years they've they've done a great job for me and they haven't cost me you know 
too much money to do it. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's a good thing. <laughs> so thank you very much, Podbean. That's a shout out to you. Absolutely. Uh, Colin, thanks again. Thanks Everybody, again, Everybody, check out the show and we'll talk real soon. Sounds good, man. All right, take it easy.